Hey there, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process. I'm Sarah, self-proclaimed Bachelor super fan and person who actually believes it's possible to find love on the show. Join me each week as I recap episodes with my friends who love talking about The Bachelor as much as I do. So go grab some rosé and join me along for the journey. you guys are listening to this welcome back um we are getting into like the third episode of this season it's already getting to that territory where i like you can't tell what week it is because we're like starting yeah yeah we're starting with like a rose ceremony and then like the episode ends and we don't even like get to the next group date of the week so in terms of timing, I'm not sure where we're at, but we're at like episode three, week yep. two, I think. <laughs> Maybe end of week one. Who knows? Yeah. It, oh, wait. Yeah. You might be right. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, she has her second. We know she has her second one-on-one, but anyway, <laughs> that's where we're at. You guys can hear this lovely voice who's joining me tonight. <laughs> it is friend of the pod cousin of the pod <laughs> katie murphy Ooh, hey. <laughs> oh my god hey everybody hi hi katie tell us about your like experience and journey with the bachelor well i blame you and alex because <laughs> when, <laughs> I, <laughs> when i first came out to la for a visit you guys questioned me as to why i didn't watch the bachelor or bachelorette because i am such a fan of bravo reality shows is this when we were at sir it, yeah it was when we were at sir and then we went to um oh. Right. Um, and then yeah. we saw Avril Lavigne. Yes, we saw Avril Lavigne at like 4 p.m. Yeah, on we were there so early. <laughs> I what a what a loser I was. I had never been to LA, and I was like, we need to go to these places. Oh my gosh, no! Alex and I went all the time. And FYI, if anyone's a new listener this season, Alex is my sister, who is also an intense bachelor fan you'll be hearing from her um she she was on the podcast and she will come back for this season but yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and it was the whole ari becca thing yes you guys were like this is so crazy split screen yeah and they were like you need to watch becca season and my roommate at the time marissa was a bachelorette fan. And I was like, I don't understand like this whole thing. And then I literally got sucked in and I was like, oh no, (laughs) I am now addicted. Um, It's really hard to add another reality TV show to your roster. Cause like bachelor, there's not as much catch up. I mean, there's a little bit like, since you have to kind of like understand at least the last couple of seasons, but like it's very overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I watch reality TV just to turn my brain off at the end of the day because I 
well, I'm a talent agent. And so like watching network and like streaming stuff, that's more work-based for me. Yeah. Like reality TV. Although I did have a client who almost got onto the bachelorette like years ago. Um, but my friend who is a, um, she's the head of the dance department at a big agency in New York. Um, her client was on Matt James and she went home the first night. Oh my God. I would have said which girl, but I don't know that I can remember anyone from night one ever. Oh yeah. She was gorgeous and a ballet dancer. Um, Oh my gosh. Wait, I do remember this woman because she had like an intro package and they do them for a handful of people. And I remember writing down like, I love the ballerina. Yeah, she's so pretty. I hope she goes to paradise because I feel like she would be really good. Although I also hope that she's working on like Broadway or something. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you have a job, but I'd also love to see you in Mexico this summer. Right, she gives me like Hannah, what's her name, Hannah Godwin, Hannah Godwin like vibes like she seems like so friendly and like yeah I mean I've I've never met her but um yeah she seems very down to earth so oh my gosh yeah I hope that we see her again I do remember her like vividly oh I'm so glad that you said that when do we know when is paradise filming now yes paradise is like in week two of filming Okay, have you listened about who's down there? Okay, well, I, okay, so I listened the other day to Jason Tarek's. Oh, you did? Okay, I didn't hear it. Okay, so he had Dean on and they get paid like $400 a day is like a flat rate for them. You can like negotiate if you're like a name. So Dean was saying that he negotiated up. That's he went back $400 a day? Yeah, right, I know, for vacation. Um. And I think they're only there for like four weeks. Yeah. So is that the same for Bachelor and Bachelorette? Okay. So I have never super known, like or really understood. I've always assumed six to eight weeks, but I just read the Rachel Lindsay um, article. That article. And uh, she said it's 10, she said it's 10 weeks. At least hers was, it, you know, it might be different now because they're not traveling. Right. Cause like I that's a factor in like travel time yeah. cause they were going like all over the world. So it's probably less now, but she said, I think she was on for 10 weeks on next season. Can we talk about the difference between venues of Matt James and Katie and Tasha? <laughs> oh, poor Tasha! Got like the shit end of the stick. Oh I mean, my god, love so, that. so rude! I guess they are paying her back now by dressing and her like, more beautifully than the actual bachelorette <laughs> and the Hyundai commercial. I was like, <laughs> yes, get that Hyundai commercial money, honey. I need. She is the queen that we all didn't deserve but needed for this franchise. But I then I'm like, well, wait a second. Like, why couldn't you? They're in New Mexico. Like, yeah. this is so random. It, like, it couldn't really. Well, I don't know if it's more random than Southwest Pennsylvania. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> 
but I just I thought his venue gorgeous gorgeous yes and now every time Katie's outside she's like look at the views and I'm like there's like dust blowing everywhere (laughs) I when she was driving up to her one-on-one last night it was like with Matthew A or whatever yeah and dirt was flying I was like I'd be so pissed (laughs) right now like I just they need to upgrade like if they wanted to bring her like to that outdoorsy area they should have just brought her to like jackson hole or something we all know abc has that money yeah you're right okay so i'm very curious about if they're paying for their venue right now for matt and the season because when i do know that when they travel on a normal season they specifically go to places that they can stay for free and they use the show as marketing for them. So like when they're like traveling to all these different hotels and like staying at whatever resort, they're typically not paying for it. It's like crazy. But I was like, this is a full season and people are traveling now. So the only thing I can assume is that these are resorts that not many people have are traveling back to. Like, I imagine a lot of people right now are probably like going to Jackson Hole. It's like become very popular, right? Yeah, so they're probably like going, like specifically going to places because it's either cheap or they like just need to get their names on the map or whatever. Yes. Okay. Well, but it's a Hyatt where they're staying at right now, right? I'm actually not sure. I feel, like, I feel like I saw a Hyatt sign last night and I was like, oh, interesting. Okay, so, maybe. I mean, I feel like they probably, they probably have a discounted rate because yeah. I feel that the crew has to stay there too. Yeah. They've got to be paying for it now because they can't do this for like the entire season that like those hotels were like, hey, we're going to stay up a few yeah. nights or like whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let us know. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, your thoughts on Katie Thurston as the bachelorette? Um, I, I liked her and Matt James's season. Yeah. And then I got a little bit nervous. Like, are we going to just use the whole like Colton virgin thing, but like Katie for sex positivity. And then last night I really, um, appreciated her and how honest she was and how she handled that all with them um so I really like her I like her too I totally agree with you well you know we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit but I just thought she like approached I, I think throughout the whole season she approaches people with zero judgment and it's really really nice and She's just like, there's a, like, you feel the difference. You feel like you're watching a woman in her thirties who knows what she wants, like making these decisions. Like it's very different from watching like Hannah Brown, you know, like at 25, try to pick someone to spend the rest of her life with. (laughs) Right. Of course. And I feel, I love her quirkiness because we all, I feel like every female has like a little quirk about them. And I love that she shows it and the guys are so appreciative of it. Like I love, um, oh, what's his name? Trey? Trey? Trey. Oh, 
he cracks me up. Like whenever they're together, they're, they have like a kid like energy and I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you like her. I like her too. Some people are finding her boring. I think like, so apparently the season wrapped in record time, not because she pulled like a Claire or anything, but because she was like incredibly decisive. Caitlin Bash was telling us this last week. Like she like made her choices very quickly. It was like the fastest night one they had ever done. So I'm like, I can understand if maybe it's hard to draw out the drama when you have a bachelorette that's just like, yes, no, no, yes, 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 no, yes, no. (laughs) And I feel like we already know what this is. Like I wrote down like in my notes, I loved like the explanation of like what the canceling the rose ceremony means. Like you hear it from two different guys and it's like, we know this isn't new. like none of us are shocked by this like let's go I really guys just keep like repeating what Katie says to try to make a point they're like here's what's happening you guys it's like no Katie just said that (laughs) right and it's like no we we know we just saw like thank you so much we're not confused at all (laughs) I know I wish if I wasn't a talent agent I feel like I could be a bachelor or bachelorette producer you would be so good you would be so good I just I I think I think it's hilarious like I would love that job that or like a real housewives one like oh Oh, my god dream that's the ultimate dream is to is to produce the real housewives (laughs) I mean Beverly Hills this season oh my god I know oh man all right that's a whole other podcast (laughs) okay let's jump into this rose ceremony then so we like skip the cocktail party skip it Carl's boxing in there (laughs) boxing by himself um fun fact I was at a spa in New York and there was a guy who was acting like that and like hyping himself up but he had like weird goggles and like stuff in a spa yeah, it, so they have like a water lounge area in this spa and he would like go into the steam room and scream and stuff and then like come out and like box. So we thought, my friends and I were like, oh, this dude's like really on something. So when we were checking out, I was like, hey, like just let you know, like this guy. And they're like, did he have goggles on? And I'm like, yeah. And they were like, oh, like that is a famous actor and he's like prepping for a role. Oh I was like um I was like I think he's like on bath salts like there, I think there's something wrong <laughs> like no he's not but this guy Carl boxing with himself looks just like this actor it Carl was- is ridiculous this is a very good example of Katie just like making choices yep like, I was send them home. I loved that. And I, but I, the thing that I keep going back on, cause I watched it a little bit today. Cause I was like, she called Aaron, right. Cause she was like, I want to talk to you, but I'm like, it seemed too weird. Right. Like there seems like we were left out on something. Yeah. Because she is pissed off and she's like, Aaron go, because she's yeah. like, I trust you and I trust your judgment. And I'm like, just because he called out that other guy, like, I don't necessarily understand her, like, um, I don't think her attraction, he's a very attractive guy, but her, like, trust in Aaron doesn't make sense. I think, 
that's where I was like, I don't know if you're trusting him or trying to see if he's going to confess. That's where I read it weird. Cause if it was like Michael A or like Connor or like Trey or that guy, Andrew, like I connect with, yeah, that we've seen her be like so open and genuine with, I would believe that more, but this seemed either like a producer was like, go ask Aaron, he'll tell you, or like Aaron knows something like it seemed too pointed and then just like let off. Yeah. Like, I don't know why Aaron is like, yeah. yeah. Like, why is he the guy we're trusting? I don't know. But I was shocked that she sent Carl home. I mean, truly, I was shocked. And then I was. Were you more shocked that he just looked at her? He was like mean mugging her and then walked out. I was like, what? He like, I know. I It was a very odd exit. But then I was also shocked she sent John home. John was the guy night one that she was like, that's my type. That's my type. And like, there were. I think I had said this like a few weeks ago, like there were like a lot of articles, like who is John on Katie's season? So I guess I assumed he made it far, but I guess he's just hot. So we all, like, I know I feel like he didn't get, I, I bet I feel like is a producer thing. I yeah. think the producers told her to keep others that they knew would like be a little bit more saucy. Yeah. I was shocked to see him go. I was also heartbroken that my redhead went home. Oh, I know. He looked so nice. He looked so nice. And I like spent last evening stalking him because I was like <laughs> so upset. <laughs> I was like, I hope you found somebody. <laughs> He'll be in paradise. It's fine. He it's- should go to paradise. He would be like a great paradise guy. He's oh, so yeah. cute. He's so cute. Oh, wow. He's so cute. Well, I did like, kind of like this moment though <laughs> what she did then Carl home they all clapped for her I know nice for the bachelorette like oh man I well and that's what's so nice about I feel like what was the what was the last bachelorette Tasha was our last bachelorette before Matt. Oh my God. Thank you. Yes. Uh, no, it's like, so it's all. It was so brief, but yeah. that I really liked how the guys were with Tasha. I keep thinking about Claire where it was like that weird, there was no respect, but also like just Michigas of a quick season. Such a mess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so we have the rose ceremony. Yeah. Love and then it. we go into this. All right, Nick Vial comes for the first group date. Okay. Um, his pants, his pants to the socks to the converse. I, I was like, "What skater boy threw you in this?" And then you just uh, did he not know how short they were? <laughs> He's got like a new model girlfriend that probably has him like dressing like experimentally. I mean, it was so, I loved that some of the guys were like, yeah, it's Nick. We love this. And then I like, know. Hey, anybody who doesn't know me, I'm Nick. I know. I, I have to talk about my mom for a second. I was talking yeah. to her this morning. She's like, what was Nick doing there? He was just like 
sitting around with a clipboard saying nothing. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I actually don't know why he was there. They just like brought him on because they need to like, I don't know why they feel like they need to bring these past contestants on all the time. Like, if it's a, like I don't get excited by it. No. Are other people like I don't I'd rather I think it's like it. an ooh this is relatable you know who I would have been excited about is Wells if I would have seen Wells on there or like well I'll be in paradise yeah oh thank god but um I would have loved if they had like a Jason Tarek that's who they should have had because oh, I yeah. I at least trust what he says I don't know if that makes me an idiot but they should have had, maybe they will have like Jason and like Caitlin. He's there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's already there. Okay. On that note, I feel like Tasha is a much better host than Caitlin. And I hate saying that because I love Caitlin so much and I want them both to be good, but she just stands there. She doesn't like do anything. I don't think we need both of them at the same we time. Don't need I them. think like give, yeah. have them alternate. And then like be done with it. But what I do appreciate is that they always coordinate and like have a jewel, like they had that jewel tone moment. Yeah. I was like, we are living in the early thousands right now. I really, and I'm sorry, I'm going to harp on this every week until this season's over. I cannot believe what they are styling Tasha and Caitlin in compared to Katie. Like it's so unfit. Like Katie's clothes do not look good. <laughs> I did love the green dress moment. Okay, me too. I thought the green was that like, was really the really best happening. that I've seen. And, but then uh, her upcoming one, where what's his name? The tall guy that wants to be the next bachelor. Thomas. Thomas, thank you. Yeah. When he like walks in and she's in that like gorgeous like crystallized dress, I was like, ooh, that's a nice moment. Yeah, she's having moments. I think I'm like. I mean, obviously Katie's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. to like, I, I don't want to like cramp on her style. Apparently people are reaching out to her being like, oh my God, you're so basic. Like your outfits are so ugly. <laughs> so I like oh, don't want to make her feel that way. But I also know she's not dressing herself. Somebody else is dressing her. And I feel like her- But maybe she's daytime, not comfortable. Maybe she's not comfortable. I just feel like her daytime outfits are not doing her justice. Yeah. I've never seen a bachelorette not styled. I love that she's wearing a lot of jeans, but the shirts I'm having a problem with. Yeah. Like her sweaters aren't fixing her. She's kind of short and they're putting her in these like knee high boots that just kind of make her look shorter. Yeah. 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 And so it's just like really odd. I don't know. I, I mean, listen, if Katie's comfortable and listen, she seems comfortable and she seems very confident. So like, that's all that matters. And I, me talking about this right now, doesn't, but <laughs> I would be pissed. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if they're like, here, pick between these two. And then she's like, oh, you know, I'm going to go with this. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. And if she is like, like that, like if she is like really making her own decisions, like the, like, you know, like we've been seeing, like, yeah, maybe she is just like actually dressing herself. I know. Oh, poor thing. Well, I'm assuming Caitlin and Tasha are dressing themselves. Caitlin posted their outfits from this past week and 
was talking about the bachelor stylist and how they're like the best. Oh. So I'm going to assume they like wrote it into their contract that they were like, we need style. But, like, uh, and hair and makeup. Hello. Oh, beautiful beauty queen Tasha. And I'm oh. like, this is so unfair that we are putting like Tasha so good. Yeah, she's stunning. Like, I mean, they're all stunning, but it's. They're all, yeah. But that's true. I mean, and I don't know, what is the fixation? Have all the bachelorettes worn a red dress the first night? No, this was like a big thing. Okay. Typically they were neutral, white, tan kind of stuff, black even. Yeah. And this was the first bachelorette that has ever worn like a jewel tone, like a bright color on night one. I just, I mean, the fit of the dress looked nice, but I, I feel like the quality of the material with like the camera didn't. I know. Dive. You know? I know it's very very strange I'm not sure what's going on but I'd like to get to the bottom of it <laughs> I know I hope they like fix it me too especially for Michelle like I know I know right because it, yeah it's so true yeah we need to like yeah yeah I think I think you nailed it. I think just one host for Michelle. I'm down with it being like Tasha or Caitlin or any of these women. Right. You know, JoJo comes back a lot, you know, whatever. But yeah, one and yeah, the styling needs to step up. Yeah. Um, all right. So no one styled Nick, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Nick passed on that part of his contract. So I thought that this was a really interesting date and, uh, you know, we talked about it. Katie is so like, was just the perfect person to do this with. She's so yeah. understanding. She's not judgmental. She's just like purely grateful for like people sharing their stories. But it's interesting that they like, basically they were like, we need to pull out all of your vulnerabilities, like everything now. And this is your chance to air it all out, but they had to do it with each other too. Yes. And I don't, I wish the only thing that I wish, because a lot of them basically said that they cheated to me. I interpret it. There's a lot of that. Everybody, everybody can interpret it in a different way, but I was texting with my friends who also watched this and we were like, okay, so wait, they cheated like that's that, what this that is. Just three of them. Yeah. 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 Has to go. I, I can't. I grind my teeth when I see him. So Thomas reminds me, you may not have watched this, gone back and watched this. Andy Dorfman, oh, she, she picked this guy, Josh Murray, who is like just a bad guy. Like she like basically wrote her book about him. He's like super mentally abusive, terrible. And he's been on paradise and it's just like, he's a bad guy. Thomas reminds me, like, I think he looks like him. And I think like his general, just like physique and attitude too, like just reminds me of this Josh Murray and it worries me. Well, it worries me because they keep showing him and I'm like, dear God, if you go far with him, like, I just want to reach into the screen and shake you because sure. it's the yeah. of gaslighting. Like he's gaslighting all of them. Like, Oh, I'm sorry that you feel this way, but like you're wrong, and I'm. Uh, blah, blah. It's like I, I just make you want to scream. And then, like telling them that he 
he's like, I had to talk to Katie because I had to tell her I'm falling in love with her. Yeah. And I literally wrote down, I was like, wait, did he actually say that? Like I had to rewind. Yeah. No. He no, he did it, but he just, right. That's, that's uh, yeah, he's like, the, yeah. There's something about admitting to the fact that you came here for the platform that I think is refreshing like you know like right, we're calling a spade a spade yeah yeah and so it's like okay that's nice and I think I can understand how Katie would hear that and be like I really appreciate your honesty but it's kind of beyond that it's more of his general attitude with the men and his like what he's doing with the men that is like more concerning than that now what I would love if you're gonna have two hosts and they are experts at this at this point right like why aren't they telling her what's going on like I'd be like yo sis why didn't you tell me this when you saw this was happening because obviously they're seeing all this stuff right like Mm -hmm they're on the sidelines that's what I I don't know yeah that is true if I was a contestant I would need that I would need to see what is happening in the house but that shows what a control freak I am (laughs) (laughs) you're you're like roll the tapes I need to see everything every night I'd be like all right what are they really like let's go it is interesting she's like who did she did she say this to all the guys or did she say this to one she's or maybe it was in her ITM or something. She was talking about, she's like, I need you to be my eyes and ears in the house. Like, or like, maybe she was just saying all the men are the eyes and ears or whatever. I can't remember. I I thought, wasn't it to one of them? Wasn't it to Aaron? Maybe it was just Aaron, which like, she somehow like pinned Aaron as her like messenger. I don't know. Yeah. Because I think that's why he came back and was like, all right, guys, so... (laughs) someone told Katie and they were like yeah we already know oh yeah we're aware no we're aware (laughs) we are well aware well I think for the most part though like these men's stories like weren't like Aaron I he he talked about like his father and um yeah like I think people were like super super vulnerable and then Katie of course I mean what a just so brave and so interesting like how she's able to be like, this is like, I, you guys know me as this like sex positive person because like, this is what I've been through and this is what like brought me to that. And I just really like, like, really like her. (laughs) Yeah. I really appreciated that. And I, I, while she was saying it, I watched the men's reaction and to see Connor B's reaction. uh, And like, he like really broke down. I was like that, you know, because at the end of the day, yes, like they're all into her, but they don't know her super well. But for somebody to have like that emotional reaction, I was kind of like, okay, like you're understanding what she's fully saying, because I felt like some of them just kind of were like a blank, like, I don't know how to react to this. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like that shows a person's character when somebody is really that vulnerable and how they respond to it. I feel like that's why he got the group rose yeah I know yeah it was really it was honestly a moving I don't know some people might feel like it was manipulative to make all these guys like share all these things but I think because Katie 
is who she is and was so able to take that on, like made it better. And I thought it was this like really kind of beautiful moment. They all group hug at the end. And I, I don't know, I, I like that. Well, and I feel like it's so, um, you know, I know obviously Kaylin spoke about it in her when she was there with Colton, but I think that it's important that this gets discussed more and more because this yeah. is a trend, not only for women, but like, I know many a men who have been assaulted or raped or, you yeah. know, and that's something I think the more that we normalize speaking about it, the more mental health will be normalized that's associated with it. So I thought it was very good that ABC aired that. Yeah. 100%. And like last night, Katie was posting a ton of resources and like all the bachelor accounts, like the ABC run bachelor accounts were like reposting all of her stuff. And like, um, I think they even had something at the end of the end of the episode, but you're so right. It's we like the, we have to normalize talking about it. So people know that they're not alone yeah. and that there's help. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a heavy episode last it night. It was heavy. I like Connor a lot, actually. I do too. He had kind of an intense story to share himself, but I really like him. I really laughed when he showed up as a cat. <laughs> I know. Well, I was nervous about like how gimmicky he was, but like he feels very just real and like kind of lived in. And then when he was able to open up about that, I was like, oh, yeah. I like you. Not yeah. like in a weird way, but just in a, you're so vulnerable yet. Like you can be like very, you know, charactery and quirky. And it just, I, I feel like so many times, like we don't ever grasp a full person on television for reality TV and I'm believing his story. So whether that makes me a schmuck or not, I don't know. <laughs> I am too. And a lot of times I am made to be a schmuck, but <laughs> I like him. I like them together and I think he's going far. I think he's around for a bit. I really like Michael, but I am so, I'm so nervous. I okay. am so nervous for him. I adore Michael. I loved him night one. I loved when he gave her, he's like, this is my, this has been in my family 200 years. And she was like freaking out. He's like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Like I love him and I cried during his date uh, with her. Uh, and yeah. I think this is another really brave thing that he's done. When he said, oh my gosh, I like might cry thinking, <laughs> like when he said, you know, my son deserves to have a happy dad. And that's why I'm like, I realized like how much I needed like love and like, I needed to invest in myself and you as a parent, you need to do that because your kids deserve it. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. I know. Special person. I'm also terrified though, because I'm nervous that he is not ready for this. And I'm nervous for both of them. Like when he breaks his heart and then he goes back to the kid. And I was just like, oh no, no, no. I'm nervous no. for both of them. Like I'm nervous for him to get his heart broken and I'm nervous for her to get hers. Cause yeah. she also seems like very into it. And like, again, just like her level of maturity that we've literally never seen on the show, I think by Bachelorette of telling him like, I respect your relationship 
Um, I think her name is Laura with Laura so much. Yeah. I never feel threatened by that. Like I would only honor your guys' past. I'm just like, this is, oh my gosh. I, yeah. Whole other level. Well, and think about like, she would become a stepmom. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it was with him or with uh, the guy who worked too much and then got divorced from his wife. Oh yeah. Um, Hunter, right? Hunter, thank you. Yeah. Hunter with the sleeve from Houston, Texas. Um, yeah, like that's a lot to take on. It's a lot. It's a, yeah, it is a lot. I know. I don't, yeah, I, I don't think we've had leads with kids. No, but I don't have, we had a lead that has picked somebody with kids. No, I mean, I'm newer to the group of the Bachelor franchise since Becca, but the only one that I remember that did have a kid was Brandon or Brandon um, had a daughter that was Tasha's season. He was in the- Oh, yeah. And he left or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure, you know what? I think that there is. I just think I like can't put my finger on it. People will probably write me in tomorrow and be like, it was this person. <laughs> And that's okay. You can, that doesn't annoy me. <laughs> How dare you forget over 20 some odd seasons. Well, definitely. Yeah. Or like, oh my God, it was this person that you were trying to think of last episode. <laughs> that's okay though. Thank okay. you. <laughs> right in, let us know. But yeah, I, I really, I love Michael, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it going well, I, I foresee myself crying again more yeah. over <laughs> I feel like he will be top six or like uh, at least maybe top eight because I think that Blake goes far. I know that's like we're projecting into the future, but I feel like- Which one's Blake? Blake. Oh, oh, Blake. Yeah. Oh my God, who comes back. Yeah. Oh. And he's got the boombox thing in the preview. Oh. Moines, I think is yeah. his name. Yes, you're yes, I think you're right. I think he does. Yeah, I I kind of see Michael going before leaving before hometowns, whether it's oh, yes. he yeah. leaves or she leaves or she tells him to leave, whatever. I see him like I don't think we're gonna meet his son. Well, there's at least in the previews that I've seen, she has like an emotional breakdown and she's like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Like, send me home. I know. So I know. Maybe is it about Michael? It could I be. Know, or Thomas. Who knows? Oh gosh, Thomas. Well, Hunter has like made it his mission to call out Thomas before this group. <laughs> These guys, like, there's actually something about them that I really like that they like all just kind of get together and they're like, let's all talk about it as a group. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Well, that's why I also like Trey because he's like, when is enough enough? I've had enough. And it's like, yes, I feel you. <laughs> I really, really like Trey. I know. I feel like we've named kind of all my favorites. Like, oh, I like Greg. Do you like Greg? Which one is he again? He was last week's one-on-one. -on -one. I do like Greg and I like um, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Andrew really like Rose last week. Yeah, I like Andrew a lot too. Like Andrew, if you don't make it, call me, get at me, DM me. <laughs> I know he's yeah, he's really, really cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I know. So I guess Blake is showing up next week and we'll see what happens. 
I know I'm nervous. I'm, I'm nervous too, but I'm glad that I'm like enjoying the season. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was ready for it, but I feel like people weren't, they were making me scared. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready just because of Matt James season. I just was like too, this is too much. Like it was all too much. Um, tough, yeah. But I'm very happy that it's going in a nice way for me. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Who is the, so it's, it's going to be Katie and then Michelle. Do we know who the next bachelor is? Like, how are we gathering this? So I think what's happening because Michelle's season is also filming this summer because the reason, oh, Katie went, yeah, the reason Katie went first was because Michelle was still teaching. Yeah. So I think how this is going to go is Katie season, paradise, Michelle season. And then we'll pull a bachelor from yeah. whatever we just watched over those three seasons. Okay, yeah. so who is in paradise that you know? Um, Becca Kufrin. Yeah, that was actually like a huge spoiler. So if you guys heard that and you didn't want spoilers, I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, the Becca went to paradise. Yeah, fucking god, that's amazing. <laughs> Y'all missed my facial reaction. Yeah. It was on the ground. My jaw was on the Y'all floor. Y'all was on the ground, which then made me realize like, oh, maybe I should have learned. So I'm going to put it in the show notes that there is a major sport. Right. Oh my God, is Bennett there? And, oh my God, I don't know. Probably, probably. I hope I can't so. imagine that he wouldn't. But yeah, I was, I had the same reaction as you when I saw that Becca was there. I was- uh, like no way I mean who the hell is she gonna date in paradise <laughs> I, I don't even know I can't even I'm trying to think of like the past guys even be there because like wouldn't it be funny if there were like guys from her season in paradise like Blake like is Blake going oh, for I, don't that, I don't think that they'll bring Blake back I don't no. think that they can. I think it went so poorly. Yeah. Well, I saw that he like put this Instagram post that was like, after paradise, my mental health was so bad. So I gained weight, but now I'm really fit again. <laughs> yeah. Like cool, Blake. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Like Kaylin, like don't worry about Kaylin and whatever you just like trauma, you just caused her, but you've gained weight. <laughs> I forgot until just now that he like released the text messages. I know. It was really bad. Also, I don't know if this is like whatever, especially during Pride Month, but like everybody's like, oh, we feel so bad for Colton. And I'm like, wait a second. Wasn't he like stalking his ex-girlfriend? Like, why aren't we addressing that? The Colton stuff is so difficult because you're right. It's like, we okay, we want this person to be who be he happy. is right. and be happy. But yeah, you, you literally put a tracking device on your ex-girlfriend's car and like verbally harassed her. I'm wondering if she found out, this is just uh, my speculation. She found out and he was nervous that she was going to tell. Granted, that's all alleged. That's all, you know, this is but just like it's just, it. yeah, because why else would he? Yeah, I don't know. If this was like kind of his way out. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. broken up. I can now go live my life. Yeah. 
I I am happy that Colton is who he is. I don't think sure, that yeah. we need to like. I don't think that he needs to be like celebrity anymore, right? Like just yeah, yeah. Like keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. Yeah, and stop stalking people, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh man well thank you so much for being on this episode thanks for having me on the pod oh, that was so fun <laughs> i know you like sent me a dm and i immediately texted you i know i was <laughs> like i will absolutely i'll come on i whenever you need me okay uh, great yes we'll definitely be having you back this season michelle's season we've got to do paradise oh my god got a lot coming up yeah for sure. Um, well, thanks guys. Uh, feel free to write me in and let me know who I am not thinking about who has had children and won. <laughs> I won't be upset. I promise. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, and we will see you next week. Bye, Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard and you want to support the pod, please rate, leave a review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.